Live from WNUR News, I'm Helen Bradshaw. You're listening to the 6 o'clock news on WNUR 89.3 FM HD1, Evanston, Chicago. It's Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. Tonight on WNUR News, we're featuring the first half of a two-part series on Greek life here at Northwestern University. After the movement to abolish Greek life on campuses across the nation started in 2020, many Northwestern students made the decision to deactivate from the organizations they had rushed for. Now, with the percentage of Northwestern students in Greek life cut in half, conversations about accountability and the future of Greek life goes beyond Evanston, Illinois. In the wake of the movement's creation and a global pandemic, how do students really view Greek life? Reporter Madison Bratley takes us through this important conversation. Here's part one, Making a Choice. I'm Madison, a freshman at Northwestern University, but back in 2020, I was a Chicago public school student. That's when I first heard about Abolish Any Greek Life, part of a national activism movement in response to allegations of racism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia, hazing, and sexual assault against Greek houses. Some involved want Greek life off of all college campuses entirely. Others want houses to reform. I knew back then that I maybe wanted to attend Northwestern, so I paid attention when the school got into the headlines for its Greek life. I knew that I didn't understand Greek life completely and that there were a lot of levels to understand. So I started talking to the people most involved, students. I wanted to hear this story in their own words. They all agreed that on campus, being part of Northwestern Greek life carries a stigma. This isn't a full account of Northwestern Greek life, nor Greek life in general. Some houses have policies where active members aren't allowed to speak with the press. That complicated our work in looking for sources. Some people said they'd be interested if there wasn't a policy against giving interviews. Others said they didn't want to risk getting in trouble. We spoke to three people about their experiences with Northwestern Greek life. Three people alone cannot capture the entire experience. We don't have any members of Multicultural Greek Life in this episode, nor any deactivated members. If you would like to be interviewed, have a topic you're interested in, or have feedback on today's episode, please reach out at nu.wnurnews at gmail.com or message us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at wnurnews or on Instagram at wnurnews893. Weinberg senior Justin Jaspers joined Northwestern as a freshman in 2018. I'd say my first like exposure to Greek life at Northwestern was uh, doing kind of the orientation stuff um, and my first um, time visiting the campus and hearing about like the huge proportion of students who are part of Greek life. I think the figure that I remember is like 43%, which is like nearing on like half of the student body is involved in Greek life. So as I was thinking about, you know, on my way to Northwestern before becoming a freshman, I was like, oh, am I going to do Greek life? Like, is that right for me? Justin is a first-generation college student. His family members were never affiliated with college Greek life. That's a lot of people, right? Um, I think that a lot of, it made me think, you know, the student, the social experience on on campus uh, is probably tied to who do you know is part of Greek life? You know, who do you know who has parties? Who do you know? that kind of thing. So I thought to myself, okay, if I want to be really involved in like social life at Northwestern, it made me think that, oh, being part of Greek life is like a key component of that. So part of my decision, you know, was very much like what kind of partying, what kind of social life do I want to have? 
McCormick sophomore Zach Rosenstedt was a freshman in fall 2020. I first considered joining Greek life before I came to college. I, like, realized that given COVID, it was going to be difficult to... Um, difficult to make friends easily. Like, I would have been able to make friends, I know that, but it would have been required a lot more effort, and it would have involved a lot more stress, I think. Yeah. I, I was kind of against it for a minute or two while my friends were starting, and then, like, I started going. I, like, l allowed myself to become more exposed because I realized that, like, the people that I cared about and that I liked were also considering it, so I was going to consider it, too. Okay. You said you were against it at first? Or for a little bit? I just didn't really... Yeah, I was against it. I, I thought that... Like, I was aware... Um, that, like, it is problematic. And... I didn't think... I, like, I thought I, I was, like, good enough at making friends that I could just, like... Go off and, like, blaze my own path. But... I was wrong, maybe, or that I, it was just, like, easier because the people that I already had been f become friends with all decided that they were going to do Greek life. Weinberg freshman Nina Cronengold didn't think of joining Greek life until coming to Northwestern in 2021. Um, I honestly did not consider it till, um, I think, middle of fall quarter. I was just talking to some people who I was friends with at the time. And they said that they were also curious about Greek life and joining. I know that abolished Greek life is a pretty present movement at Northwestern, especially. And I do believe in many of their acts and what they believe in regarding Greek life. And so honestly, at first I was kind of hesitant of joining, just being curious of what am I getting myself into if I want to join and kind of, am I going to be going against my own morals by joining this? So I definitely looked a lot into it at Northwestern. I talked to people who were currently in it, talked to friends who knew of friends who were in it. Um, and kind of what I learned was that Greek life at Northwestern, first of all, was a pretty big thing, but that it, there weren't as many issues with sororities, at least at Northwestern, in terms of a lot of the issues that I do think are problematic within larger sororities. She kept investigating. So I think one of my things was wondering, okay, I'm intrigued by this. I want to learn more. Why not just try to rush? If I'm surprised and if I feel like they're not, if I feel like I'm being kind of shown something different than what I'm expecting of Greek life, maybe I'll stay in it. But I kind of went in with the impression that I was very much on the fence, didn't really want to do it, but was genuinely just curious about what it was like. So just wanted to see what are these people like, what do they stand for, and like do a lot of the things that I hear about Greek life in general, not, not specifically in Northwestern, align with Northwestern's Greek life. Nina rushed in winter 2022. Alpha Phi gave her a bid to join. My initial reaction, I honestly was a little confused. I didn't really know if I wanted to join Greek life still, and I didn't really know if that sorority was for me, given that our rush was on Zoom, so you couldn't fully get a gauge of what the environment was going to be like. 
why not try it? Open mind, see what it's like, and just try to embrace the experience, knowing that I could leave if I wanted to at any point. No one was pressuring me to do it. No one was, there was something held against my head of, you have to stay in this now that you're in it. And I tried it for a week and was genuinely very pleasantly surprised at the people that I was meeting from being an AFI in terms of people in my PC and also older girls in the grades above me. Um, And I had a really great time just meeting new people. She stuck with it. So I think that was also just a nice way to meet new people and really like meet people that are very down to earth, very similar to me, have similar interests and really it very much took away that stereotype that I held of what sorority life was like that you'll see in like a movie or in a big state school. So I think just like if you look at any sort of movie and like look at what sorority life is like, like those are stereotypes that people will hold about any sort of sorority before knowing like what they're like. And I can genuinely say that because like I am like the least like I went in being very much like, I'm not like that. I don't really care about sorority stuff. I don't want to like be in a toxic space that's like perpetuating like just like emotional and like physical harm to me in any way. You know, you see like different movies of people getting objectified by their like sorority members and them being cruel to one another and not caring about one another and just being overall like very nasty and rude and like that was just like the last place that I would have ever wanted to pull myself um but genuinely it is not like that at Northwestern um I don't know about in other schools but it at Northwestern it just feels like it's like a community and nothing else in that sense that like there's no toxicity in the way that people oftentimes perceive. She didn't expect she'd join this. I think I went into college assuming that Greek life was something that was very um, exclusive and a little toxic and non-diverse and had heard all of these kind of big movements on abolished Greek life. So very much was not the fondest of Greek life walking into college just based off of the stories I had heard not necessarily at Northwestern but in regards to other colleges so I want to reiterate a lot of these colleges were also very large state schools and have dealt with Greek life I think very differently and have a different Greek life presence on campus than Northwestern does Um, and I think that was my initial impression honestly walking in and then at Northwestern my impression was honestly just that Greek life wasn't really a huge part of the Northwestern community because there's just so many different social groups on campus. And so it honestly just felt like another club or another social group on Northwestern's campus. For example, I went to a Wisconsin and I went to a USC to visit my friends recently. Um, And at Wisconsin, Greek life is a very, very big movement. So like if you're not in Greek life, it can be very difficult to feel as though you have a sense of community just because it's such a big school. I think it's just been really nice to like meet people who have very similar interests to me, who are very similar to me, um, and also meet people who are very different than myself and who are from completely different places, different countries, um, and kind of just like have that experience of getting to know a person in a more personable way than I think you can on a college campus where you can see so many people but have 
kind of like that lack, like a lack of the personal experience of really getting to know a person deep down. And what I do really like about the smaller sense of community that Greek life adds is that it really forces you to get to know a person and like to understand a person and what they stand for and why they stand for it and why they do what they do. Um, and as someone who came from a very small high school, I think that it's just nice to have like that smaller sense of community and consistency in a place that can feel sometimes very not constant. Nina is designing her own major around art, technology, and the business of innovation. Because Greek life is, again, like not the biggest presence on campus, like you're really able to like make it as big or as small in your life as you'd like to make it. So like I'm still involved in like a ton of clubs and different communities on campus besides AFI, which I think is nice because it allows me to have a lot of different senses of community. So it's not just like one specific area and it's not just like one thing that absorbs my life. It's just like a nice add on to my life that honestly kind of like feels a little bit like homey and like kind of like you have this family that you can always fall back on and rely on and like that they're always going to be there for you. So regardless of like whether that's like people in your PC to talk to or older girls who like will always be there for you. It's just nice to like feel like you have people looking out for you when like it can, I don't know, college can be hard, you know, it can, it's a, it's exciting, but it's also very big and new. So Zach rushed and joined an IFC fraternity in his freshman year. He asked us not to say which house. I knew what I wanted my college experience to look like. I just thought that I wouldn't need Greek life to make that happen. And that's why I didn't expect anything of Greek life because I thought that I could just like be adjacent to it. Then I started considering it when I realized that I, I felt confined by COVID and that it seemed like everyone else was going that way. And I had to consider if it was worth it to do my own thing. And so going into it, I expected that I was just going to like join a frat and see where it went and that I, I wasn't going to be a large part of my life. It was just going to like be a place to live next year with a group of people that I liked. If I could describe my overall experience, I would say it's been um, it's been an eye-opening experience and it has been a difficult at times experience and a rewarding experience and an experience that has allowed me to um, like grow and love so many people and bring joy to so many people you said something along the lines of there's been hard times but you've also brought joy to other people could you talk about either one of those and give more specifics examples i mean hard times um like the current situation is such that a lot of the groups on campus are getting in trouble with the school and so that would be an example of hard times we've gotten in trouble with the school um and also it's just like it's not northwestern is not an environment that makes you feel proud on the outside to be in greek life like i can feel like walking down the street proud that i have such a great group of guys that i can call friends but i wouldn't like wear a shirt that is repping my fraternity when i'm walking around because People don't care about that, and not only do they not care, they would rather not see that, and I wouldn't want to feel like 
I am wearing something that someone doesn't want to look at. Zach says he plans events that bring joy to people. Justin decided against rushing. So I found that Greek life was such a big commitment from when I like talk to people about Greek life, you know, like the hazing process. I don't know if it's called, they're just like, you know, any sort of process related to becoming part of the group, you know, it's very time consuming. It can be a big distraction to your academics. And as someone who's like first gen low income, like I didn't have time for that. Like it definitely was never really on the table for me in terms of like that sort of, uh, you know, rigorous joining a group kind of process. It just wasn't for me. So that was one of the big defining reasons why I didn't want to do that. So instead I opted to kind of base my social life more around clubs and extracurriculars as opposed to being part of a frat group or part of a fraternity. He's the president of the Northwestern Quiz Bowl team. The Quiz Bowl Club on campus, it is a trivia organization and we kind of travel, we go around and we write our own questions, we read our own questions. It's a pretty involved club, Um, but we are like a totally open club in that you don't have to like try out, you don't have to like Um, pay anything like it's totally voluntary and everything is funded through uh, volunteering opportunities or just like fundraisers Um, as a first generation low-income person like the main thing for me was not you know incurring like expenses associated with joining clubs so the clubs I'm part of and the clubs that I've joined are, are mindful towards you know the desire to not pay to just do things that I'm qualified for and that are low barrier low low entry cost but he knew people who did involve themselves with Greek life. How often did you, were you faced with Greek life related um, situations or how often did you think about it the first two years of your college career before um, COVID hit and the anti-Greek life movement really took off? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Um, How often did I think about it? So once I had basically made the decision that I wasn't interested in doing it, as a freshman, um, it didn't really, it wasn't really something that I thought about a lot. Um, it was just kind of something on campus that existed. And like, I, you know, I talked to people like, Oh, what are you doing over the weekend? They're like, Oh, I'm going to go to this party here. We're going to do this. And I was just like, that's cool. Um, <laughs> and I didn't, you know, I didn't ask to go. I didn't want to go. Um, I haven't been to, I've never been to any sort of like gathering, um, that was run by like Greek life, um, whether a frat or a sorority or whatever. I've never been to any of that. Um, I have gone to PMA, like to the house, but not for a fraternity related thing, just to like see friends to hang out in their common room. And they've been very like welcoming. And, um, and it was never like, you know, a scheduled thing. It was always just like, Hey, can we use the common room? And they'd be totally cool with it. So um, that's basically my only like interaction with Greek life prior to kind of the anti-Greek life movement. He preferred other entertainment. Whether it was like watching like a show over like Netflix, like a Netflix party, or just like, calling and talking to my parents or talking to my girlfriend like those were things I prioritized above Greek life so anytime kind of it was mentioned to me by people um do you want to go do this at this Greek place it was just like no that's not what I do so until anti-Greek life that was kind of my exposure it's like oh I know someone who's rushing oh good for them it's like but it was never like a personal thing it was always just like a you know whatever I don't really care for this but if you want to do it you can do it An abolished Northwestern Greek Life Instagram page made its first post in July 2020, the summer after Justin's sophomore year. I mean, I've said positive things, like, throughout this interview, but at the same time, like, the conventional sororities and fraternities, like, I get the feeling that um, there is a culture that, you know, allows people to do things that they aren't, they shouldn't be allowed to do, like, underage drink or, like, do drugs or, you know, 
especially issues of like sexual assault. I think that that's a major reason why I'm anti-Greek life and why I was even before like the movement came about. I've always had a general feeling like I didn't want to be associated with it because I didn't see it as something that like represented my values. Um, I just feel like um, once the anti-Greek life movement came about, it was just like confirming a lot of the things that I had already believed, like people going public with stories and experiences that they had at Greek life that was just like horrifying and terrible. It's just like they were exactly who I thought they were going to be just based on everything I knew about Greek life. It's just like it confirmed a lot of my suspicions and, you know, it, it felt so bad to hear these stories. Um, but I was really glad that people were becoming conscious of it and then really learning about like what systemic issues these sorts of organizations are, you know, continuing to um, confirm and perpetuate just by existing, right? Just by, you know, allowing this sort of behavior to go on and, and allowing people to kind of like, you know, have this sort of group of people who's going to defend them no matter what, even if they do something just horrible. I think that that's just a really terrible thing to have on campus. And I'm, I'm glad that they, they've kind of been, um, you know, they've been condemned to a degree. I mean, people certainly still do it, and I respect people on an individual level, but for their choice to, to do that, um, it does, like, it does strike me as, like, I wish you didn't do that, but, you know, that's just what you do, so. Justin saw the culture change. The creation of the anti-Greek life Instagram page, like, it came concretely out of things that were definitely happening on, happening on campus prior to COVID. Um, so, well, like, in my personal circles, like generally people weren't part of Greek life. And if you asked them about Greek life, they'd probably be like, yeah, it's not for me. Like I don't really care for their values and stuff. Um, but once people became like actually hostile, like publicly hostile to Greek life, because I mean, when most people are part of Greek life or, you know, almost half of people are part of Greek life, you can't just be like blanket hostile to Greek life. Right. Um, there has to be some nuance there, but once there were kind of the stories coming out, and just like a lot of people just going, oh, wow, I, I, you know, I didn't think about, you know, what kind of impact this could be having. I think it became a, a much more like acceptable opinion to have that you're just anti-Greek life. I definitely saw people like putting it on their stories and just like um, spreading the message of, of anti-Greek life um, on Instagram. And when I got back, I mean, in my junior year, like, I knew I talked to a lot of people and they're like, yeah, I left the, I left the frat. I left the sorority. Like it's not for me anymore. Um, and I think a lot of people in my friend group personally were on like the borderline of like, I do Greek life just because like, I want to get involved in parties. Like I want to meet people. Um, I don't want to do anything bad, but once like anti-Greek life rolled around, like people were like, well, they got off the fence and they, and they left a lot of people that I know left. And I think it became a lot more acceptable to be anti-Greek life um, during that period there were rumors and there were like, there was sentiment bubbling up before COVID. But once like COVID came around and people were, you know, in their houses or like sheltering in place, like that's when there really became, it really became possible for people to like start this as like an actual movement where people were like, they were able to slow everything down, stop and decide, you know, we're going to actually go after this. We're going to take a stand against this. Zach says Greek life does need to change. Greek life was designed for rich white people and it obviously in a lot of ways still like manifests itself that way historically it's like a privileged society and even now and um there's like a bit of guilt that goes along with like being a part of that i asked about his chapter's efforts to encourage inclusiveness 
He says his chapter hosts open dinners during recruitment for anyone interested in Russian Greek life. We need to be doing more than that. But right now, um, I don't know. There's serious work that should be done, but I think a problem is that a lot of the people involved in Greek life are perfectly nice people, but they don't, and I'm being extremely general, um, like you need to be more than just a nice person to make a change in a system. You need to be a motivated person that, that, that really cares about. And when I say caring about it isn't enough, you need to be motivated enough to pursue and to change policies in your organization. And it really requires a person to step up and, and no one has stepped up. And I'm sure that our nationals has policies. I would be surprised if our nationals didn't have diversity policies. We haven't really had dialogues about those, though. For now, that's where our conversations will end. For WNUR News, I'm Madison Bratley. Be sure to catch part two of the feature this Friday, May 27th at 6 p.m. That's all for WNUR News at 6 p.m. For more news updates and reports, follow us on Twitter at WNUR News. You can listen to these and other stories of the day on our website, WNUR.news. That's WNUR.news. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Our producer today is Sarah Kadora, and our reporter is Madison Bradley. From all of us here at WNUR News, I'm Helen Bradshaw. Thanks for listening. Now, back to scheduled programming.